Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, September 23rd. 2023. I'm your host Andy Vaughn and with me as always is Gordo. Hello for the second time. For the second time and the reason our patrons will know this, the reason this is the second time is that we recorded the full show on Tuesday night. Uh, Gordon had a technical failure midway through the call. Uh, We finished the recording but only the final third of the show actually saved. The first two thirds lost forever. Yeah, they're like the first Doctor Who recordings. Someone's it, overwritten them. They're never going to hear anymore. That chat could have been brilliant. You know, maybe our listeners would have absolutely loved oh, the they would have, two-thirds would have loved it. Of, would have loved it. Of, of Tuesday's recording. But here we are. We've had a full dress rehearsal as a result. Yep. And we are back here now. And Gordon is using different tech. He's no longer trying to record it on his Tamagotchi. He's got a proper yep. laptop. Got my Atari set up, bro. <laughs> Um, and hopefully we can do a, a very swift and good run through considering we've had a, a full practice a full practice which co-host Joey Slenzak you were also on sorry for wasting your time on Tuesday yeah, no. <laughs> thank you for coming back yeah no it always uh, always keeps things interesting you know uh, can't always go smoothly uh, much like my week last week uh, well I'll tell you what we'll we'll that that again. into our uh, yeah. broadcasting so yeah no we'll uh, Take them as we go. We roll with the punches I'll, here. I'll tell you what as well. The fact that we're recording this on Thursday and Tuesday's clip is gone forever uh, means people might not know about your dreadful Arsenal prediction in the Champions League last night. What what, what Arsenal prediction are you talking about? Yeah, there's no, there's no recording about. of any Arsenal prediction. In fact, I, I recall Joey saying, oh, 4 0 win for Arsenal and correct, but namely calling the, uh, the, correctly calling all of the goal scorers back to back to back. Yeah. To back. It's definitely what happens. <laughs> let's, let's leave it at that. Uh, so, we, so we shall run through last week's picks uh, once again, but the first time for everyone listening to the show, um, and then quickly head into the break. Uh, starting with the banker picks from last week. Uh, my banker, great. I took Rangers away at St. Johnson. They won 2-0. It was pretty easy. They get paid out after 79 minutes. Took a while for that second goal, but there was absolutely no stress in this at all. Uh, banker odds of 1-4. to four. Banker did much, much the same. Won by a two-goal margin. This was West Ham versus Man City. Boys didn't like it. I did. Thought Man City was better than West Ham. They were. They won 3-1. Uh, they did almost the exact same thing in Europe last night as well. Down 1-0. Uh, scored just before half time this time. Anyway, 3 1 win, 1 2. Not going to get City at those odds really for the good rest of the season. Odds. Really big, really big. Joey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, perhaps the biggest banker of them all. Uh, got phenomenal closing line value with Andrew Lack. Uh, tipped him at 1.7 and they closed around 1 to 2. Uh, but in order to capitalize on that closing line value, they kind of need to win the game, which uh, unfortunately they did not. We had uh, one goal conceded. 
in the 19th minute, and then they equalized right after in the 20th. And then uh, Anderlecht had a man sent off in the 54th minute. So just right after halftime, uh, basically pulled a Luis Suarez in the World Cup. And instead of Ghana missing the penalty, um, Kortrijk scored there. And then they were down uh, 2-1, flattered by the scoreline. Uh, Kortrijk had a red card later, and then they equalized in like the 97th minute. But not enough time for us to quite turn that around. Two out of three on the bankers then. We'll be looking to go three out of three uh, this week. On to the value picks then. I've kept my winning run going. Um, Wraith versus Inverness. They took their time, uh, but Wraith at 10 to 11 eventually got that winning goal in the 87th minute. So my value came in last week as well. Yep. Done it undone that. 2000, year 2000. Oh. Who do they had going? <laughs> they just get it. The head-to-head was mental, but and you did pick up on it last week, and we did discuss it, um, and it just seemed like the sort of this was this was when it was going to get broken. Wraith are top of the league, Inverness are bottom. Such a bad result for Inverness, and such a bad run for Inverness that they sacked Billy Dodds this week. Um, their manager, and also the assistant gone. We're all went into the world of potential of Callum Davidson or uh, the other tipped ones. I can't remember who the other tipped managers were, but he's the favourite. So excellent, Callum Davidson. Hmm. Hard job, hard job for anyone that gets that. Yeah. Um, I, my value was my only blot in this week's copy book for me. Uh, this was Genoa at Napoli. Genoa up two 0 So I'm so glad I backed Napoli. Um, <laughs> I had taken Napoli away from home here. Genoa went up two 0 Napoli got back into it, got it to two each, and couldn't find that 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 final goal to 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 fully redeem me. Only were four to one to on the X two market when they were two 0 down as well, which just shows that they were expectant of something happening in the second half. Just wasn't enough for me to get my, my value in. Sort no value for moi, Joey. Yeah, my uh, my value wasn't much better either. Uh, this was probably the the worst pick of the weekend for me. Um, probably should have stuck away, stayed away from this one. But hey, these are things we learn early in the season. But I had uh, Heracles against Utrecht and. Uh, I like Heracles to win in what is pretty much priced as a pick and they conceded in the fifth minute, um, so not a great start. They did have a goal chopped off um, within 10 minutes of that, but unfortunately went on to lose 3-1. Um, so, yeah, no dice there. Okay, on to the outsiders. We had a great time with our outsiders last year. I had another good one at the beginning of this season. Aarhus versus Bronby. Really liked the Bronby win here at 21-10, to 10, so it cleared that Two to one line that Gordon likes to set for outsiders. Bromby won the game three 0 away from home. It was paid out after forty minutes. Uh, this was absolutely helped by an Aarhus red card in the twenty third minute in Bromby scoring the associated penalty, but a comfortable outsider win at twenty one to ten odds. So three out of three for banker value outsider for me. Nice one, Andy. I followed suit in the outsider slot by getting mine in uh, and super comfortable. Super comfortable for me. 90 plus 9 uh, was the goal <laughs> I required for this one. This was Casenza versus Sudtirol. And I got this text from our, our co-host, Mr. Slenzak, um, while I was out in the golf course. Uh, before I got the notification for the goal, uh, just the way that my signal Ooh. was working out as well, which was great. Um, what was the text? Yes, uh, I think it was Casenza. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, that much, much nicer for you. Oh, yeah. Than the text you got from me at the end of your value. Fuck Napoli and fuck you. No, he also you, know, you text me during the Napoli game saying, fuck's sake, shit, Pully. Twice. Shit, Pully. Um, 
but yeah, so it was it was two each. It finished up. Um, Casenza took the lead, two goals, two quick, pretty quick fire goals in the second half for Sutero, and then a goal for Casenza right at the death, ninety plus nine, um, to to bring in my outsider. Uh, Great went shout. off, went off, nineteen to ten. Ooh, started the twenty one to ten though. Started under the, the Gordo line. That is, it's like the Mendoza line. Um, but yes, so <laughs> Joey, where were you for your pick? Yeah, my uh, my outsider, I was sticking in uh, Austria with uh, Klagenfurt, Austria Klagenfurt, and I like them to draw against LASK Lins, and they did not. They <laughs> they got caught out pretty pretty bad on the first half. Uh, LASK ended up going up three 0 just countering them, being efficient with their shots, and then uh, they clawed one back in the second half, but weren't able to quite make that comeback. Fair enough. Two out of three on the outsiders, pretty good. I always put the outsiders on as a tricksy because they're they're pretty high odds. Just need two out of three to get a, a good return. So that happened this week. On to the charity bets then. And this is I was denied by four out of four for the week by absolutely farcical refereeing. Anyway, Dundee United versus Green at Morton. I took Dundee United for the home win at four to six. Uh, they took the lead in the 19th minute through Louis Moult. Um he is scoring so many goals for us. Well, three. And he's assisted three. But he's our main threat. But if you go to the bookies, Tony Watt's always the favourite for first goal or any time goal scorer. He's the lowest price. Don't be taking Tony Watt. Louis Moult's our main man. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's just, you know, if, if anyone dabbles in those markets, always take Louis Moult. Um, we never looked like conceding a goal at all. We gifted them the equaliser in the 58th minute. Uh, ball over the top. Defender on the edge of the box has got to head it back to the goalie without looking at where the keeper is. Turns out he was a yard away from him, trying to collect the ball and just headed it towards his own goal line for a tap-in for a, um, a Morton player. Five minutes later, man sent off for an off-the-ball incident. That We we have since, uh, it was very soft. Very, very soft. We have uh, since yeah. appealed it and the appeal has been turned down. Great. Cheers, really? Yeah. It's so soft as well because I've it seen the ridiculous. incident. I think the fact that there's any contact basically means they're just sticking with their decision. Um, and then we were denied a Stonewall penalty in stoppage time. Uh, just a farce, the whole thing, really. Proper uh, Looney anyway. Tunes still oh. picture from that as well. Like the guy's shirt is like a full triangle. Ah, he's totally. <laughs> he's got it. He's got it. The keeper's made a save and he's standing in the six yard line about to tap it in. The Morton player goes, nope, and just yanks his shirt. Like, forcefully enough, the, the still image is hilarious. But yeah. the guy also then falls over, can't, can't get into the ball. You're not allowed to do, do that. Do you know when like Wiley e. Coyote has something removed from underneath him and he looks down and he's like, that's what the image looks like. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyway, there's no VAR in the Scottish Championship, so uh, the penalty never came. And the ref's looking right at it. The, the still image is even funnier because the ref is immediately on top of this. Anyway, no charity pick for me. Three out of four week. Pretty happy with that, but um, God, it should have been four out of four. And I'll be backing the charity bet this week uh, because, Gordon, you were successful. Please tell I was. I, I care about charity. So I uh, I had Viking away at Hagesund. Uh They won this game 2 0. Not much to talk about in the game. They scored before the first, uh, before half time, just after half time. If you could draw up when you would like your goals, it's probably uh, to demoralise the opposition outside of the first five minutes for both. Mm. <laughs> Secondly, it's probably this. So charity in for me, three or four for me as well. Um, pretty conservative charity. Price went off a of seven to 10. So. Um, but hey, you know, charity's in, which led it on to Joey for his charity. Yeah, yeah 
Yeah, I had uh, I was back home in the MLS and I had Charlotte versus DC United. I was hoping for a uh, Charlotte win. Looked pretty good on paper, but then as the teams were playing out, I mean, it was pretty even, pretty even match. They both sides had fourteen shot attempts, and then DC just had more shot attempts on target versus uh, Charlotte's two. And I think it was a pretty fair scoreline, uh, finishing nil nil. Unfortunately, but uh, yeah, sometimes it's the way she goes. Oh, for four for yeah. me, but uh, nil nil's I- close, Joey. And don't worry, I'd already ruined it. So no ch- no charity treble this week. We go again um, for this weekend. Okay, we're coming up to the ad break for those of you listening as a podcast. If you're a Patreon member, though, you can watch the video call um, as uh, basically as soon as we record it, as long as uh, Gordon doesn't delete the files, we upload it straight away. <laughs> so, so Patreon members will be hearing this as soon as we log off. Uh, you also get a cheat sheet if you're a Patreon member. So that's all the picks from the podcast written down in uh, a handy to read format. You can just pull it up on your phone. Um, and that's you can find out the information for that at tramplebet.com. It's six pounds a month to be a member of the Patreon. Um, you also get the middle section instead of the advert that's coming up. You do. So, you know, that's good. Um, lots of lots of good extra content. So thank you to everyone that already subscribes. We also have a Facebook group. Come and join the conversation. Just search Trample Bet on Facebook. That's free again. Um, and there's loads of good stuff on that. And we'll talk about that more at the end of the show. Okay. Time for a quick ad. Catch you after these. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back. And now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, September 23rd. 2023 for those of you new to the podcast um we we follow a standard format we absolutely always have a banker pick um from each of us which is something we think is an absolute lock this weekend and the price reflects that Uh, so these are these are low odds things that you can just jam on a coupon and be pretty certain of a of boosting your odds slightly a value pick where we think um the chance of it coming in is better than the the price that the the bookies have priced it up as these tend to be around the even money mark you get one of them from each of us then you get an outsider from each of us this is something that the bookies have priced up as an underdog but we think has a really good chance of coming in as a winner um gordon has set this rule now um in his head that these need to be two to one or higher not the case but uh, it's easy to remember bankers under one to two outsiders over two to one that's it's, it's it, it rolls off the tongue and into your heart absolutely or if you're a decimal guy bankers under 1.5 Values over uh, outsiders over three, whatever is fine. That that's just a general guide. Um, and then we round off the show with a pick from each of us that we combine as a treble, put a tenner of our own money on that treble, and any winnings or any returns actually, you know, get the stake back. Any returns go to a charity that we announce on next week's show. So let's kick us off with the bankers for this weekend. 
I'm very close to home. Saturday at 12.30pm in the Scottish Premiership for Livingston versus Celtic. And the away win for Glasgow Celtic is 2-7. to seven. So Celtic are top of the league, 13 points from five games. So obviously they've won four of them, drawn the one. Um, they travel to seventh place, Livingston, who have six points from their five matches. Celtic have played two away games this season. They've won them both. Livingston have played two home games this season. They've drawn them both, uh, a nil-nil and a one each. The recent head-to-head has been all in Celtic's favour. They've played four times since the beginning of 2022. Celtic have won all four of those fixtures, 1-3 and 0-3 when they played away from home, and 2-1 and 3-0 at Celtic Park. So the fact they're away at Livingston here is not a problem. This should be routine, um, and I quite like it's quite a big price, 2-7. to seven. You know, I don't like this pick, but it's only because I feel Celtic struggle uh, coming off back of European things. And they also, if you ask any Celtic fans, they don't really like playing at Livingston because it's a no shit No one pitch. likes playing at Livingston. No one. Yeah, Horrible. not even Livingston Horrible really. plastic but, pitch. Um, but, they're, they're a yeah. class above. They should, they should I, I think, I think you're correct. Yeah. So my banker uh, is in Norway. Very familiar uh, league and pick for me. I'll be taking bank, uh, Viking versus... Um, Popular Glasgow Sexual Health Clinic, Sandiford. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna keep this. Anyway, uh, so Viking, I've been fab at home. You know, the only the only points they've dropped up to me, Valaranga. Um Sandiford have been terrible away, 17 games. Uh, they've played away from home, they've had one win. It was also against Valaranga. So I don't really know what to say about Valaranga in this instance. Um Viking are top of the league. Uh, Bodo dropped points. They need to keep winning games against people. Bodo got to have to play midweek. Viking don't, they got Aberdeen knocked them out um, of the of the uh, Conference League or Europa League at the time. Um, it's a game that they should win, and the odds reflect that uh, three to ten, one to four, bookmaker uh, dependent. So I'll be taking Viking at home to beat Sandiford. Joey, who are you on? Yeah, so uh, I was in Netherlands last week, and we're going to be back in Netherlands. Not quite as uh, controversial of a pick this time. Uh, going to reel things in quite a bit. And my banker this week is going to be uh, PSV to win against Almere City. Um, you can get that at 1-5. to five. So that's going to be on Saturday at 7 p.m. Um, this should be as straightforward as it gets. The most bankery banker I've had in a very long time. Uh, top of the table versus second bottom. Second highest scoring team traveling to the side that has conceded the most goals. Um, four wins and four league matches for PSV. And they've picked up 12 wins and a draw in their last 13 matches prior to playing um, Arsenal at the midweek where they got properly thumped 4-0, but Elmere City are not Arsenal. Um, thank God. Thank goodness <laughs> for that. Um, Elmer City have actually, uh, they were recently promoted this season and they've lost four of their first five matches. Um, so they shouldn't really be expecting to get in, get much from this. Maybe score a goal, give, give the fans something to shout about. But uh, PSV's last seven wins have been by two plus goals and they've scored three plus goals in six of their last eight prior to this midweek Arsenal match when I was doing these write-ups. Um, I think if you want to add a little bit more spice into there, I can go with a win plus over 2.5. You can go with minus 1.5 handicap, or you can go with the halftime full-time line. But for the sake of the banker travel, just getting this one in, we're going to go with PSV to win straight up. Banker two, to nine, two, no, two to nine? No spice. No spice required. This is bland. Nada. Joey, this is, this is traditional English food. This is a chicken Maryland at the Chinese. This is what this is. I didn't is. want to uh, quite make too many enemies. <laughs> this is a korma without even any coconut in the sauce. 
Yeah, it's too, too spicy. Too spicy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want. So, wins for Celtic, Viking and PSV combines to 1.04 to 1 on Bet365. At least it did on Tuesday evening. Um, Celtic are still <laughs> yeah. the same price. I think everything's still the same price for the bankers. So, around even money if you fancy our banker treble. On to the value picks then. And as I like to do, I am in the Japanese J League, the J1 League, the top flight. Saturday at 11am UK time for Kyoto Sanga versus Sanfreshi Hiroshima. And the away win for Hiroshima is 10-11. to 11. Um, The J-League season's 27 games in. They, they basically go with calendar year as opposed to splitting it over Christmas. So we've got a big sample size here to look at compared to the European leagues. Hiroshima is 7th place with 44 points. But the league is so tight at the top, that's only eight points behind top of the league, Vissel Kobe. So Hiroshima have got themselves into fighting for the title, potentially. Uh, Kyoto Sanga way back in 14th place with just the 30 points. The home away splits here, they're reflective of their overall standing. So if you look at the if you look at just the home table, uh, Kyoto Sanga pretty much 14th in that, and Hiroshima pretty much Um up near seventh place in, in the away. So as you would expect, but form-wise, Hiroshima top of that five-game form table. They've taken 13 points from their last five matches and they have been flying. Kyoto Sanga have managed seven points, so pretty, pretty middle of the road. Head-to-head, Hiroshima have the best of this since the 2022 season when Kyoto Sanga won promotion and came back up. They hadn't played each other for ages. Um, but, but since then, the sides have played four times two Hiroshima wins and two draws, although one of those draws was a cup game that Hiroshima later won in extra time. The fact they're in great form at the minute, I really like them and I really like them in this spot. And there's pretty good value taking them around even money. They're 10 to 11. So I think Thanks there's one. value there. Good man. Well, I am in a league that hasn't started with a calendar year and is only six games in. So uh, that's where the big prices are. Um I'm in La Liga uh, on Saturday night, 8pm, um, for Almeria versus Valencia. And I really like a Valencia, a Valencia team who are priced at 11-8 away from home here. Um, Almeria have started the season awful. They are bottom of the league. They have taken one point from their last five games. Um, they've been playing against teams who are pretty similar to Valencia in here and Villarreal. They've almost got the same badge. Um, uh, Celta Vigo, uh, they drew with Cadiz, uh, they lost to Real Madrid and they lost to Real Vallecano. Um, Valencia have been really good. They thumped Atletico Madrid last weekend 3-0. Um, they'd losses to Alaves and Osasuna, but they beat Las Palmas and Sevilla in there as well. Um, Valencia have been looking to make a European charge at the moment. They are in fifth position in the league and are just outside of the Champions League spots. Obviously, long time to go. Um yeah, Valencia look a really good bet for me here. I just think that getting a team who are playing against the worst team in the league so far and have taken one point from five games is a good spot to be taking a team. So you'll get Valencia, 11-8, to eight, away from home, Saturday night. Joey, where are you? All right, so uh, for my value pick, I'm going to bring a little bit more flavor back to the show. And uh, this one, we're going to be in Germany. And I like Stuttgart versus Darmstadt, over three and a half goals total. Uh, you can get that right around 2.4. Should start have been kind of starting to been coming a little bit. Um, it was 2.5 when we actually recorded this uh, the first time. That's going to be on Friday at 7:30 p.m. Uh, Stuttgart have perhaps been the shock side so far, picking up three wins in their first four matches. 
But the standout for me has obviously been the offensive output with 14 goals in four matches, and they've scored three-plus goals in five of their last six matches overall. And they've actually scored four-plus goals in four of those six. Darmstadt has only picked up one point in four matches, and they've conceded the most goals with uh, three, over three-and-a-half goals in four of their last six matches, including a 3-1 loss to Liverpool in the uh, preseason. But they've also conceded three-plus goals in five of their last six matches and have seen five-plus goals in three straight matches. Uh, Seiru Girassi uh, is in sensational form, scoring 12 goals across six straight starts. He's actually had two braces and two hat tricks during that stretch. So I think 1.6 is a phenomenal price for him to uh, help get us over that over three and a half goals. And if you want to get even spicier, uh, five to two for the brace seems like a great, great bet for me. Um, but for this one, we're going with Stuttgart over three and a half goals at 2.4 ish. Or the game over 3.5 goals. As opposed to just, yeah, just total, Stuttgart. Yeah. Total yeah. Yeah. I'll be taking the under 3.5 goals line in this game just to, just to, <laughs> just just to, to ensure yourself, it. Yeah. Just to cover myself exactly. here. <laughs> okay, dog. So the value treble then would be wins for San Freshi, Hiroshima, and Valencia, and over three and a half total goals in the VFB Stuttgart versus Darmstadt game. That combines to 9.88 to one. So around 10 to one if you fancied following all the picks. On to the outsiders then, and I am going. I am way clearing your line, your your arbitrary two to one line here. Sunday at five pm in the Danish top flight, the Superliga for Michelin versus Odense, and I fancy the away win for Odense. That on Tuesday night was seventeen to four. It is now nine to two, so four and a half to one, almost five to one. Gordo, how do you like them apples? Um, we're eight She's games to win, mate. <laughs> We're eight games into the Superliga season. Both these teams have been pretty middle of the road so far. Michelander are seventh with 11 points. Odense are ninth, uh, only only one game back with eight points. Interestingly, though, six of Odense's eight points have come on the road, playing three away games, winning two of them. 2-1 uh, away against a very good Bromby team and a smashing, a 5-1 away, a very poor Villawa team. Mitchland have won the last three times the side have met, but Odense did win this as the away fixture last season. Um, so they've, they've done it recently. Recent history also tells us this game has goals. Both teams to score has happened in the last six meetings of the sides. Over two and a half happening every single time. Over three and a half happening five of the six times. And over four and a half goals happening four times. So this, this fixture tends to produce goals. However, this Michelin team isn't the one that was winning titles a couple of years ago. This is a side that this season has already been beaten 4-1 by Lingby, so not very good. I think the sides are much more closely matched than the bookies are reflecting in their prices, having Michelin as heavy favourites and Odense as a big outsider. So I'll take that big price on Odense to win the game at 4.5-1 to one, and we'll just see what happens. Ah, Rodensey, yeah. The old uh, away team Rodensey for this game. the guys. Uh, I mean, it's good and nice that you finally decided to de-shite bag your outsider, but unfortunately, uh, you will be trumped by a real outsider, a real big man's outsider, as opposed to the wee guy outsider you've brought to the podcast there. Um, I am taking Boa Vista away at Braga at now 5-1. to one. It was 11-2 to two when we recorded before. Oh, it's coming in. Coming in. Um, and 19 to 4 at Ladbrokes as well, so really, really coming ahead towards the price of your one. But um, no one, no one should bet at Ladbrokes after they regularly shafted us, yeah. shafted me. 
once on the Scottish mascot race at Hamilton Races, Joey, where they get all the guys dressed in the costumes to race. Terry Terror, the Dundee United mascot, was down. So obviously I backed him. And then I got to watch the live feed of this, and it wasn't Terry Terror at all. It was Tiny Terror, the fucking kids mascot. I wouldn't have backed a child <laughs> racing against. Well, you had to read the fine print, I guess. Gary, Gary, can you clip that? Just, just, just that that wee bit there. Just keep keep that for later on. I wouldn't have backed a child. Ridiculous. So I got so I got in touch with their live chat, and I was like, "Look, you you incorrectly listed who was running in this, and they, I think they just didn't take me seriously, you know, because I guess if you're backing fucking mascots racing against each other, <laughs> you deserve nothing, do you? But even still, fell out with Ladbrokes then. So we are an anti Ladbrokes podcast. They have manoeuvred Andy here, and he is <laughs> unhappy about that. So I am on Boa Vista away at Braga. They're five to one. They're top of the league, thirteen points from five games. A better goal difference in Sporting and Porto, who joined them up there. Braga haven't been very good. We lost to former home of Ryan Gold, Ferenci, uh, 3-1 at the weekend. And then they lost to Napoli in a really tight game where they ran themselves into the ground. I fancy Boa Vista here based on the fact that Braga have had to play against uh, the Italian champions midweek uh, and that they've been really good so far. Um, Boa Vista have been Boa Vista have been playing teams towards the bottom of the league with the exception of the first game of the season where they beat um, Benfica 3-2, but that came with a lot of red cards and different things going on. So I just think it's a nice time to be back in a team uh, who are in high in confidence in playing against a Braga team who are and play Europe midweek. You get them at 5-1 to one to do so, 11-2 to two previously on Tuesday before my laptop decided to crap out. But yeah, so we're on for a mega outsider here and I am looking forward to hearing Joey's 10-1 to one outsider uh, to better us all here. So Joey, what have you got? Yeah, I'll... Uh... I'll bring things a little bit closer to what I might some maybe mistakenly refer to as sanity. Um, and my, my outsider this week is going to be in Belgium. I'm going to be back with uh, Andrew Lack. I, I don't think they're a bad team. I think they just uh, had a series of unfortunate events on uh, Sunday there. Fortunately, that hurt us. But uh, they'll, I be mean, fine. They'll, they'll be that's, fine. That's something week. you can say as an Anderlecht fan. You know, you could go, oh, well, you know, we just had a series of unfortunate. You, however, can back anything you like in the entire world. <laughs> and I thought that was a fantastic shout. And uh, I'd still back them 10 times out of 10. Um, that just happened to be the one that didn't come in. But uh, no, this time. I mean, be, this uh... week. I mean, now you can literally <laughs> oh, pick anything in the world, Joey. You, you're not a fa- you, you don't have to go back each week. This is like, and this is, I can hear I, I like people talking to Andy in. about this. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you don't have to go back, but we're playing against them Fairland next week, and it's a lock, Natalie. A lock. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yes. once again, I think for the third straight week now, um, I will be going back to the well. Gosh darn me, I will get this eventually. Um, and this time I like Anderlecht to draw against Club Bruges. Um, that's going to be right around 3.45 ish. Uh, it's coming a little bit since the weekend, but. That's on Sunday at 5.30 p.m. And we've got two perennial heavyweights clashing as second-place Anderlecht hosts third-place Club Bruges in what should be the marquee matchup for the weekend in Belgium. Um, it's got that prime 5.30 slot. I don't think there's a game after that. And they're really uh, standing this up to be some good fireworks and good action. But ultimately, I just think the price on Bruges is a little bit too short. It's around 2.2, and frankly, I don't think it should be that that heavy of favorites. Um, I think Andrew Luck are being slightly undervalued here, but unfortunately based on uh, last week's 
um, action there. I'm not sure if they'll quite be able to get all three points. So I landed on the draw. And Anderlecht have actually been really solid at home. They've picked up three wins in three, but they have drawn back-to-back matches now. Um, Bruges have been okay from home. They've got two wins and a loss. But they've got a tough trip to Istanbul right now, um, where they're playing Besiktas as we're recording this. Nil-nil at halftime. I would have preferred a couple more goals than that, but hey, maybe the second half will be entertaining. Um, so I'm imagining they'll be a little knackered after that. Um, that's going to be a tough test, absolutely, and they're going to be running all over the park. And currently so far this season, Anderlecht have been involved in six straight matches that have either, either been level at full time or have been a one-goal win in their favor. And Club Bruges have actually had three straight away matches decided by one goal. So plenty of tight games already so far. And then historically, both sides have drawn seven of the last eight meetings um, between the two sides. And then three of the last four meetings at Anderlecht have been level. Um, so should be another 1-1 draw here. I personally like that. But 2-2 wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. You but should be having this up. Less. You should be having this up more, Joey. I am Team Joey here. Seven of the last eight games they've played against each other have been draws, with we the other one never. being a one-nil loss. In the history of this podcast, when it started with myself and John Walker in that room, um, in the west end of Glasgow, down the hidden lane in the old studio, so ever since then we have never ever had a technical failure that resulted in us having to re-record the podcast two days later and giving people ample time to change their picks. Ever. <laughs> the universe gave you this opportunity, Joey. And there oh, you no, are. It'll be great. Back in Belgium. Great fucking great talking pick. about Anderlecht. If, if, if Anderlecht win this game, now. if they win this game and it's not even a draw, <laughs> man, <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, mate, you're not that allowed would be near, the ultimate irony. <laughs> you are not allowed near Belgium again. Not even football-wise. I'm taking all your Tintin books. You're never oh. allowed to watch another Poirot movie. No more chocolate. Shrimey. No more mayonnaise on your you chips. Never it's keep me away. Done. <laughs> no, I think it's a great if we're, uh, if we're talking scandalous outsiders, then uh, hopefully this Odense match doesn't end level. Um, like I think it very possibly could, but I definitely <laughs> I mean, agree with you that. Uh, I mean, it absolutely could. They're nine to two. <laughs> like absolutely could end level. It's okay. And the draw is it's. Thirteen to five. This one x two. So yeah, yeah I think I think Andy, you're too much pressure. Too much pressure on this outsider for him here. I think I think Joey's. I, I I like this pick a lot. A draw where seven of the last eight meetings have been have been draws. Surely, yeah. Give me a give me a, a piece of that. <laughs> there's the there's the outsiders then. Denmark, Italy, and oh no, it's not. It's Denmark, Portugal, and Belgium. So wins for Odense Bold Club. Win for Boa Vista and a draw between Anderlecht and Club Bruges works out well. It worked out on Tuesday, over 120 to 1. Um, I know that Odense have drifted and Boa Vista might have come in slightly, so it's probably the same. I'll be taking that as a small stake, Trixie, so I only need two out of the three to return a profit. Okay, gents, on to our charity picks. So one game each, one result each from anywhere in the world. We'll combine them. I'll put a tenner of it, a tenner of my own money on that. And any returns we get from a winning coupon will go to a charity we'll announce next week. Myself and Gordo, uh, we don't alternate backing it. We have a we have a we have a, we have rules as to who backs it. And because I lost mine last week and Gordon got his in, the onus rests on me, which is only fair. Saturday, 
3 p.m. And there's me, Joy, having given you hassle for going back to Anderlecht. Here I am going back to Dundee United <laughs> in the Scottish Championship. We're away at Inverness. And the away win for Dundee United is 11-10. to 10. We are five games into the championship season. Dundee United are second top. They're unbeaten. They have 11 points. Uh, so three wins and two draws. Inverness are rock bottom. Only one point so far from their five games. And as we mentioned in the first half of the show, that was enough to get their manager sacked this week. Um, sometimes that can change a team's fortunes. But when you sack your manager you probably can't be too confident playing the title favourites the very next match. The sides haven't met since 2020, but looking back to those games, Dundee United won the last six meetings of the teams in a row. Um, They got stupidly unlucky last week against some awful refereeing decisions, and they still managed the draw, and a draw was seen as a terrible result. So Dundee United should be winning most games they play in this league. Getting them at better than even money should just be taken. Uh, so 11 to 10 for Dundee United. That's charity leg number one. I think they've come in in price, but I've actually already backed this at those odds of 11 to 10. Uh, so the charity uh, money is locked in. Well, I'm 11 to 10 for me with Parma as well. I'll be taking Parma at home to Sampdoria and the Sierra B, which is a game that sounds like it could have been in the Sierra, Sierra yeah, A. It, it, yeah, it would have been watching a Football Gazette back yeah. in the day. Channel 4. Yeah. Um, so yes, Parma versus Sampdoria, two teams in very different fortunes at the start of Sierra B. So Sampdoria just got relegated out of uh, Sierra A. They are down with the, the the boys who are getting in the Sierra C region at the moment. They are 16th in the league, played five games, got two points from it, scored five, conceded eight. Contrast that with Parma, who made some really good see, uh, signings over the last few years, um, who are top of the league, 13 points from five games, scored 11, conceded one. Um, they've been really, really good. They last week they beat Kanzatano, who have just been promoted here five nil. Uh, they've beaten Pisa two one. They've beaten Citadella. They've beaten Feral Pisalo. Sampdoria are losing to teams towards the bottom of the league, which is not good for them. Uh, they're losing to um, Venezia in here, Citadella. Uh, they drew with Cremonese. Um, I think Parma are a, a decent shout here to win this game. They are. Headed by their striker at the moment, a Polish youngster who's been tipped to replace Lewandowski when he retires from the national team here, um, and he's been he's been buying them in. I think it's Adrian Benedzic or Benedzak. Um, yeah, he scored two against Kanzatano. He's been buying them in towards the end of last season. He's only twenty two, uh, and he had been playing at Gonandi. Whereabouts in Poland was he playing before? Stettin or Szczecin. Shishen. So he was playing with Shishen. The they, they're the same city. One's the German pronunciation and one's the Polish. I wasn't ah. giving two answers there. Um, yes. Great um, place. But so he, he came to Parma just at the end of 2021 and he's been he's been decent so far. But this is kind of been, they're expecting him to be his breakout year. Um I see Parma winning this game comfortably, which isn't uh, how the bookies see it. Got eleven to ten for them to do so. So um I like them in this slot. There you go. Medena, you mentioned earlier course famous mm-hmm. for its lager parma famous for its ham sampdoria though one of the few italian teams i'd say probably famous for its football club more than anything yeah, else it is what, what it else is. is from sampdoria Apart from the i actually team. i actually don't know i would have said parma's famous for its violets as opposed to its ham but uh, it depends on what part are they are they actually to do with the place parma probably not they, probably not those those horrible perfume flavored sweets. It's the, like the worst of the... cigarettes in sweet form. 
Yeah, they're 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 not great. They're the things that I would leave at the bottom of a Halloween bag. Like oh, they definitely, it. yeah. Your violets. I mean, I'll snap the, I'll snap the filter off a silk cut and have it if needs must. But I'm not yeah. touching Parma violets. Aye. Joey, so you yeah, probably you understood me. None of that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm just glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, my, God knows my why. <laughs> My charity pick this week, uh, rounding out the treble and most likely the show, is going to be uh, back in the MLS. And I like Inter Miami versus Orlando City. Both teams are scoring over 2.5. And this was 2.1 ish, joining the uh, 11 to 10 train, but it's kind of drifted in a little bit closer to like 1.9, uh, 1.8 ish. This is going to be on Monday at 12.30 a.m. So just after midnight, hopefully, not too many people are staying up. Uh, to watch this one with the busy work. It's, right? a, it's a bank holiday in Scotland. You'll be. It's, is it actually? Is yeah, it? it's a bank. It's bank holiday on Very, Monday, mate. I was. I was seeing that. Else? How do you know these things? Uh, I know my, you're like me. Wife, you have no my, dependents. You have yeah. no kids. Why do you know there's bank holidays? My wife uh, works for the NHS, so she oh. gets bank holidays on this. I was told. Mm. I was told. Yesterday it was a bank holiday. This is not something that I generally. I'm always know. surprised by bank holidays. <laughs> they sneak up on me. They do. They do. But yes, yeah, so Joey, there are ample reason for our listeners to we, uh, stay up and be yeah, watchers no, of this game. No, there's an even better reason to actually watch this come in. Yeah, no. So uh, my, I'm the same way with holidays where uh, my, my past couple careers here uh, working for the grounds crew, we don't really get 4th of July yeah. and national yeah. days off because everyone who's off work wants to go golfing. So it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> catch 22 there. But uh, no. Hopefully, uh, we've got a really entertaining match for the uh, the sorry patrons who stayed up this late to watch uh, Inter Miami and Orlando City duke it out in uh, the Florida Derby. I don't know if that's actually what it's called, but that's what I'm going to call it because both sides are in Florida. Hey, <laughs> um, but Orlando City here are the form side in the league, topping the five, ten, and fifteen game form table, um, and they have only had three losses now. Um, it was two back when we were initially recording this, uh, but they lost on Wednesday to NYCFC in a tough match. I thought they were going to duke out a draw. Um, but it's only been three losses in their last 19 matches. And they were... Well, no, they, they still technically are, because that was a win match. Um, they're currently unbeaten in 10 straight home matches, and they've given themselves an outside chance to win the Supporter Shield um, for best record in the regular season. They're only nine points now behind Cincinnati with five games to play. So it's it's still an outside outside chance, but I think that'll help us a little bit down down the road here. Um, but even in this scorching form, they've only kept five clean sheets during this uh, nineteen match stretch now, um, and they've seen both the score in nine of their last thirteen home matches. Uh, Miami Miami actually acquired that little Argentinian magician Lionel Messi, um, which unfortunately this is super ironic, but he did come off injured in that match on Wednesday, which I don't think that'll necessarily affect this handicap too much um obviously if he's on the uh, if he's on the pitch you're you're almost guaranteeing three goals there um just in general but miami has still seen both to score in over 2.5 and 11 of 15 matches since he joined and orlando are certainly more than capable of scoring two plus goals themselves um historically historically this matchup has produced both teams to score in 10 of 12 meetings and both teams to score in over 2.5 in nine of those 12 meetings and so it would have been nice to include Messi in this, but they still have plenty of firepower with uh, Joseph Martinez and Leonardo Campana. Um, I 
those two are kind of duking it out for that starting striker role. And I wouldn't be surprised if they roll with Campana this one. Um, but Facundo Torres and Campana have both been in great form lately. So I'd imagine they might help us get that both teams to score part. And then with all of that implied emphasis on Miami trying to make the playoffs and then Orlando trying to push for this guaranteed home spot for playoffs and then possibly even the Sporters' Shield. When this does become 1-1, I think both sides will have more than enough motivation to push on for that third goal. And hopefully we get to see maybe 2-2, 3-2, some real fireworks. Robert Taylor as well has been banging it. I see he well. scored two as well. Yeah. So Robert, yeah, Robert Taylor sounds like he should be playing with Luton, but he's actually a Finland international. <laughs> like, yeah, it sounds yeah. like he should be That's playing stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. What, what, would you, what would you call Robert? Against, uh, what's his face? Toronto. Oh, yeah. cut in perfectly beautifully, just like Leroy Sané and just buried it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. No, no, it's over, <laughs> yeah. over 2.5. I think you think you're correct in here, Joey. And yes, yeah. over 2.5 and both teams to score, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, just one more variable into the equation. But you know how I, you know how I like to be. Can't make yeah, it you're easy. famously good at adding variables, my man. Oh, it's my favorite pastime. I there we go. There's a charity quadruple. Rather than a charity treble. Exactly. Um, albeit two of them are in the one game. So the charity treble this week are wins for Dundee United and Parma and over two and a half goals and both teams to score in the Orlando City versus Inter Miami matchup. The odds that were locked in on Tuesday, um, 8.48 to 1. So hopefully. We'll be announcing £94, 81 pence going to a charity on next week's show. The mega coupon this week, if you fancied putting all 12 picks together, turns a fiver into 130 grand. So that'd be nice. Looking forward happen to that. One day. That would be great. It, it will happen one day. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Just to, um, just to remind listeners that we have a Facebook group. Come along, join the conversation. Uh, we've got loads of folk commenting in there. So thanks to everyone who gets involved. Uh, just search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook, ask to join the group and get involved in the conversation. You can also give something back to the podcast and support us by becoming a member of the Trample Bet Club on Patreon for £6 a month. Just go to tramplebet.com. You'll see the link there, all the details. As a Patreon member, you get this podcast as soon as we finished recording it, released as a video so you can watch the show and see Joey resplendent in his Trample Bet kit. Newly designed by Gavin McIntosh. It is tremendous. Um, great job, Gav. Thank you so much. Uh, so, yeah, have a look out for that. A special middle section um, where we talk about the picks that didn't quite make the show, but we still like for the weekend ahead. So the Patreon members get that instead of the regular advert on the podcast. And also a cheat sheet, all the picks written down so you don't have to take notes or try and remember which of the picks you like this week. Um, I'm guessing if as soon as you finish listening to this show, if you weren't taking notes, all you can probably remember is Anderlecht talked about it so much. <laughs> Come on the draw. So yeah, thanks to everyone that's uh, a member of our Patreon channel, um, but we always are on the lookout for more members and we really appreciate it. Gordo, Joey, thank you so much. Anything, you know, thank you so much for coming back a second time to do this again. Although really it should be Gordon thanking you and me, Joey. 
says fuck up. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think that I have been unfortunately maneuvered into a position here, right? Where I, there's a lot more onus on me when it comes to the recording of this show. You just do your wee cheat sheet, son. I've got real hey, live hey. things in here. As as do. you have found, the cheat sheet is quite difficult considering you managed to spell clagging for it wrong twice. <laughs> difficult word in the last cheat sheet. N- correct neither time. You had to write it down twice. You spelled it wrong twice. Incredible. Well, a different and a, and a different wrong spelling each time. Incredible. Hey, the, hey, the was cheat one sheet. of the spellings like just Bruges or something, or were they like close? Like was it just a different team? I would be very generous with like. You also, you also on the cheat sheet that week had them playing in the fucking MLS. So, like, you know, don't 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 belittle how difficult it is to write the Look, cheat sheet. Look, it requires it requires an attention to detail that you do not have. Just just Look, you just you keep pressing start recording and finish recording <laughs> and then upload the thing. That's actually I've had about how many episodes? We're almost at episode two hundred, and this is the first. This is the first uh, occurrence of this. But uh, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to the the Mostrian. <laughs> the Premier League. The cheat sheet's already up. I know I did see that. For I was reading... our Patreon members because of the delay, and I wanted them yeah. to have it nice and nice and early. It it went up on Thursday afternoon, so we're recording this Thursday night. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming back, guys. It's been fun. It's been it's, it's actually been really good fun. So um, oh, yeah. anything anything to say before we close out for the weekend of Saturday, September twenty third, twenty twenty three? Nothing from me, yeah. Joey. Yeah. Always, always some big matches for DCFC at the weekend. Um, pushing for the playoffs here. I think we're uh, two points out with one game in hand. And we're currently playing one of the worst teams in the league on Saturday. I will be at the match. Uh, I'm just hoping for goals, goals, goals. I hope to kick the living crap out of Hartford. I like 3-1 at least. So, okay. Uh, Maybe we handicapped out there on Detroit FC. Yeah. Yeah. Minus one for sure. Absolutely. But uh, personally, I... I We'll concede at some point. It, it just feels inevitable. But, uh, but yeah, I'm hoping we can get three goals plus past them because uh, we need to get this offense humming. Tremendous. Right. Thank you, Gordon. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, as always, to everyone for listening and good luck for your football coupons this weekend. We'll see you next week. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.